Hello, welcome back to another episode of Here for the Crack with me, Emma Neal. I'm happy to be back. I was meant to film a podcast before I went away on holiday and it just never happened. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm constantly apologising on here, but I'm back from holidays. I was in Portugal for... I think it was like 11 or 12 days and oh my god it was so so nice it's so nice to be away I'm sorry to anyone that hasn't got away and you're listening to me probably absolutely hating my guts right now but yeah the weather was incredible and I just I love Portugal so much I think um, especially where we go so basically my auntie has a house there that she rents out for July and August and then basically any time outside of July and August like they would use it and they say like family and stuff can use it so it's honestly it's such a dream and it's in the nicest little village it's quite a way it's only like I would say it's like half an hour from Alvor and maybe like an hour from the likes of Villamura and those ones like 40 minutes from Lagos so it it is like if you do want to go and like meet people that are there it's easy enough or if you want to go on like a night out to Lagos then it's easy enough but you're so away from like the really heavily like British tourist side of Portugal if you know what I mean it's more like it's a little place called Aldezur and it's more just like a little village and it's just all Portuguese people and yeah it's just so lovely and the food's amazing and the beaches are incredible they're a little bit of a drive away maybe like the nearest one's probably a 10 minute drive but then you have like so many options of different ones to go to so we'd try and like go to a different beach every day but yeah oh my god I just had the nicest time and this is this is the thing though about holidays right so I don't know why but I always have it in my head that I'm gonna go on holiday I'm gonna be like recuperated you know like a bit of a not detox but like you know when you're in the heat and you're just like eating good food like lots of salads and fresh fruit and veg and I just always have it in my head that it's going to be really recuperating and because I think in my head it's like it's only if I'm going on like a girl's holiday to like Ibiza or something that that's when it's going to be a lot but with my family no holiday is ever (laughs) is ever uh, detoxifying or yeah it's just my dad with tequila and limoncello is just oh my god. Also, I'm obsessed with Portuguese wine, the Vino Verde. If if you haven't tried it, right, I'm not a wine fan whatsoever. The, I'd have it on a rare occasion, you know, if you're like at a nice restaurant and everyone's having a glass of wine with their dinner, then I will have a glass then. But it has to be a really light, like either Pinot Grigio or light, like a really light rosé. And so, yeah, I'm just not a big wine fan at all. I, I really like it in Sangria, but I feel like that doesn't count because Sangria is quite sweet and literally doesn't taste like wine. But Portugal have, the Portuguese do this wine called Vino Verde. So it means, like, it translates as green wine. Um, It's not green, it's just the same colour as white wine. But it's got, like, it's a little bit lighter in terms of uh, the alcohol content. I think it's, like, 2 or 3% lighter. And it's got, like, a little fizz through it. Like, not as bubbly as the likes of Prosecco, but, like, just, like, a nice little fizz. And it's so nice to drink in the sun. You can buy it in... The Crafty Vintner on Lisbon Road for anyone that lives in Belfast. You can get, I don't know, I'm I'm convinced you can get it in other places because we definitely used to buy it before the Crafty Vintner was open because that's only been open like not even a year. But yeah, if you want to try Vino Verde, go to Crafty Vintner, buy a bottle of Porta 6, Porta 6 Vino Verde and thank me later. I will literally convert you to be a wine drinker. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But yeah, £10 for a bottle 
and it's delicious okay so what else do i have to update you on i don't even know oh my god i'm going to uni in it's friday today i'm going to uni next friday so in a week's time i honestly it's just like come so quickly in my head it's still august i can't believe um it's time to go back although it does feel like the longest time since i've done any form of like educational work so it's about time I get my brain back into check uh, I'm actually scared that I obviously your brain like is a muscle do you know what I mean you need to keep using it to like like that's why I was so scared when I was going back to uni after taking four years out of education I was like I'm actually gonna be the stupidest bitch in the room but I think I've been reading a decent bit over summer to try and I this is the thing though I said to myself I was gonna read all these like books that are relevant to uni but of course I haven't I've just been reading like books that I enjoy but at least I've been doing something um (laughs) but yeah it came so quickly and then I was like basically I should be going there like now I should be going there technically today or like tomorrow because inductions and like freshers week and everything is on Monday but I'm just like not really ready to go I think I've I've a lot of shit to do in Belfast like work I need to catch up on and I haven't packed and yeah I just I was like do you know what I'm gonna skip freshers and be able to see my friends for the last week and my family of course and then I'll go over the week after so yeah I'm going next Friday and I, I just don't know what to think like it's gonna be such a different experience it's not gonna be anything like it was last year obviously and I think part of me is freaking out a little bit because I'm like I genuinely don't understand how I'm gonna balance all these things like obviously we've gone from being in lockdown and doing everything from home like social socializing and everything going right down to a minimum and like everything like working out and all from home and then now it's gonna be so much to handle at once does that make sense like I just don't understand how people balance like going to uni first of all doing all their the actual like just actually attending the lectures and the seminars right then doing all the extra work and the reading and the assignments then like still socializing still seeing your friends you know going out for drinks food all that kind of shit and then still like having a decent sleeping pattern and like exercising every day like how oh my god literally the thought of it sends me west like I I don't I don't understand how people balance it and I think it's going to take a while for me to get into a good a good routine but I really really need to suss out my sleeping pattern because I feel like once that goes out the drain then it's so hard to stay on top of everything else but yeah I um I'll hopefully get a few weekends like weekends away planned as well this is the thing is like I'm always like oh I want to I want to go see my friends in Liverpool Manchester and in London and then I also want to come home and see my family and stuff but then it's like but I actually need to get settled in Leeds as well instead of like continuously going back and forth like it's really hard to get settled if you're constantly away so yeah I don't know we'll see how it goes I'm gonna bring my mic with me of course and keep the podcast going when I'm there which is good and I have a good room this year thank fuck because last year no I'm not saying my room was bad because I know people's uni rooms are a lot worse than what I had and our house was refurbed and stuff so at the end of the day it was fine but it was like one of those basement rooms you know where the the window is at the top corner of the room and just barely lets in any light also we were on like not a main road but like 
we were facing a shop like a convenience store that loads of people like basically everyone in that kind of area used so that street corner was really busy and our house was facing the shop so like there was people constantly in and out of the shop and walking on the street and because of that I just like always basically had to have my blind shut or well yeah that and also it had like one of those big cage things around the window so no one can like kick your window in yeah, so I'm I'm just so glad I'm not in a basement room this year, basically, when we were deciding rooms. I haven't even seen the house yet, like, because I, li- I literally lived there for October, November, and then came home, and they, like, all the house stuff was sorted while I was home. Uh, so I've just seen videos of it, but me and Annie, who were in the basement last year, basically got dibs to say that we're not in the basement next year, and my room looks really nice. I've got a big bay window, and an ensuite and a double bed so yeah hopefully it's a lot better and do you know what I actually think there's a direct correlation with my mental health and being able to walk like just being able to walk around naked and like dance and sing and stuff I don't know why I think I've missed that so much in my in my room in Leeds because like see in Australia it was so good in my flat in Melbourne because no one else was working the same hours as me so I would wake up in the morning everyone would be out of the flat away at work and I just had the place to myself and it kind of gave me like a little insight into what it's like to live on your own in a sense but and it was so nice because I would just walk around in my underwear like with my music blasting like just dancing whatever whenever I wanted and it just like makes you feel so much better like you start your day off on such a good note if you just get up and do that and yeah I don't know so hopefully I'll be doing more of that this year but (laughs) I'll definitely do a little like do up my uni room with me type of TikTok so keep an eye out there although I probably will just end up using literally everything from my old room because realistically what's the point in spending money on loads of other stuff Oh yeah, I apologise by the way if I sound really nasally, not actually, in fact, not if I know I sound really nasally. I have had a cold for like the last week, weirdly, got it when I was in Portugal, was convinced I had COVID, we were all convinced we had COVID, but everyone just seems to be getting colds at the minute, it's so bizarre. Yeah, I kept waking up with like a really sore throat and like not being able to breathe through my nose and I was like, oh my god, we're gonna come, because obviously you have to do the test to fly back. And I was convinced we were going to all come back positive and not be able to come home. But no, luckily, we're all good and did the day two test as well and we're sweet. So it's definitely not COVID, but I don't know what the fuck it is. But it's... I I never get sick. Like, I'm, I really don't get sick very often. So then when I do, I'm just a bit like, I don't know, I feel a bit sorry for myself. But yeah, I literally have to blow my nose every two seconds, which is fantastic. And because it's blocked I keep waking myself up snoring so that's great (laughs) anyway let's get into the podcast so I put up on my Instagram story saying what did I say assumptions about me for a podcast go 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 so loads of you have sent in your assumptions about me I don't know if this is gonna be any good (laughs) I feel like people do this on YouTube but I don't know if it's really something for a podcast but we're just gonna roll with it yeah so I'll just get stuck in. Someone said, you hate being the middle child. I'm not the middle child. I am the oldest. So it goes me. I'm... I always... It's so bad. I always have to think about my age for a second. I don't know why. Anytime anyone asks me my age, I have to really think hard about it. I'm 23. Aren't I? Wait, no. Yeah. I'm 23. I feel like I did this on a podcast before. 
I always think I'm 22, but yeah, I think I'm 23. <laughs> and then Matthew is in the middle, so he is 21. And then Olivia is 19, but turning 20 in like next week or two weeks. Uh, so yeah, well, actually, Matthew's birthday is next month. Uh, Matthew's birthday is really close to Olivia's, like two weeks after that. So it'll be 23, 22 and 20. I'm intrigued to know who you thought was the oldest. Well, I'm assuming you thought it was Matthew. I don't know. But yeah, we actually all look quite similar in age, I think. Like, I don't think you would think there is... I don't think you'd think there's like five years between... No, there isn't five years. Wait, I'm confusing myself now. But yeah, I don't think... No, there's four years between me and Olivia. I don't think you'd think there's four years between me and Olivia. Like when we were younger as well, we there was a stage where we were like all the same height and we used to pretend we were triplets. You know, like... <laughs> you know, when you went to water parks and stuff and like if you were under a certain age, you... It, it was like a cheaper ticket. So we would all just pretend we were like the same age as the youngest and that we were triplets but yeah that didn't last very long anyway with the height thing they both outgrew me massively (laughs) I'm still stuck here at five foot three and they yeah me and mum are the wee shorties of the family I actually think mum's shorter than me now because she's shrinking (laughs) but yeah they're everyone else is taller than us okay so someone said you used to be shy slash timid when you were younger I don't think so I've never been like one of those people that's really like class cotton type of thing like really hyper or out there but I've also never been like really really shy as well I think I've always kind of just been in the middle it's weird because I'm I'm really like like I chop and change constantly depending on who I'm with which sounds bad like it sounds like I'm changing myself depending on who I'm with but it's more just like I don't know I just like bounce off other people and bounce off other people's energy and so when I'm around quiet people I can become quite quiet myself because I don't want to be like the one that's I don't don't know how to describe it but then when other people are really hyper around me it like gets me riled up as well but yeah it used to annoy me because I'd be like why are you changing yourself around different people but I've kind of just come to realize that it's it's quite normal in a way as well like I think a lot of people are the same but no I, I don't think I've ever been overly shy I've no issue like meeting new people the only thing I'm really bad at is interviews like I just all of a sudden just shit myself and my heart starts racing I think I'm gonna have a panic attack like I can't do interviews and I can't do public speaking that was when I had my first panic attack when I was literally like I don't know how old but like in primary school and you know when you have to do you know when every so often you you have to like do one of those talks in front of the classes and sometimes it's like about your favorite hobby or like I don't know just random things and I remember going up one time and then my heart was literally pounding out of my chest and I couldn't speak my lip was like quivering and then I just burst out crying and like could not control myself for ages and I ended up having to do the talk at break time just in front of my teacher and one other boy who like freaked out as well yeah I think that was my first panic attack <laughs> and I think I think it's just scarred me now because I just can't public speak although this is the thing right public speaking I mean it's not really public speaking when it's in school is it you're just like getting up in front of your class but it's still obviously very nerve-wracking so that I really struggle with but I noticed so when I did my when I was working for make a pro store in town and I took a course one day it was like a one day 
course or like a summer camp thing for like younger people starting makeup and I did I like got up and did a demo in front of them so obviously that's kind of like a form of public speaking because I'm like getting up in front of people and speaking and I had no issues whatsoever because I was like in the flow like doing what I love and it was so fine so I don't know I kind of I guess it depends what you're talking about what the situation is but in general I'm really really nervous when it comes to stuff like that which is weird because I'm quite like an outgoing person like I wouldn't get like social anxiety but for some reason then when you like step up on that stage or whatever it is like no my heart just goes crazy okay so next assumption someone has about me is that I want to move back to Australia yes and no like yes because it's such a good way of life out there the wages are high the sun's always out and everyone I don't know it's just like a really really nice way of living but I'm really conscious of the fact that I don't want to try and like remake the year I already had like I don't want to just go back to Melbourne and like go into the same job basically is what I mean so but I might just go somewhere else like I might just go to Sydney or Brisbane or something or even Perth I don't know but yeah I would like to go back to Australia it's just really annoying like having to move all your stuff in like one suitcase it's quite hard to get settled when you're just like living out of a suitcase do you know what I mean and then you don't really buy stuff out there because you're conscious of the fact that if you come home it all has to come into a suitcase so yeah it's a little bit tricky where that's concerned like it's not like moving within the UK where you just like ship all your stuff over in loads of bags or boxes or whatever so yeah it's a bit annoying but it's definitely worth it like it's such an amazing place to live it's such a good quality of life but yeah I have another year's visa to do and apparently now with the new rules you actually can take three years so I potentially could go for another few years if I wanted yeah I would I think I would be interested in it I think although I do want to keep up working with makeup brands and stuff on Instagram and I don't know how easy it would be no I can obviously carry it on from Australia but like I wouldn't have a permanent address to like get PR stuff sent to I mean I could start working with Australian brands but realistically that's not going to happen because my audience isn't Australia based it's UK and Ireland so it wouldn't really make much sense yeah I don't know it's a bit of a tricky one but I would like to I'd even yeah like to get a postgrad job there or something like that it's a tricky one as well because obviously being a makeup artist I constantly packing up and leaving and changing where I'm based is not great (laughs) like it's hard to build up a client base when you're just getting up and going all the time because then people will find someone else like for example I've obviously been in Belfast now since December and I've well we were in lockdown until when like March so I've only really been working as a makeup artist since April in Belfast and I've built up such a good client base here like literally the amount of messages and all I get a day is mental but now I'm getting all these messages and I'm not going to be here anymore Uh, people are asking me for like availability in October even like till February and I can't take them because I'll be in late so yeah it's a bit annoying where that's concerned okay someone said they assume I'm very independent I don't know about this I mean, I wouldn't consider myself hugely independent right now, considering I'm living with my parents. Mm, yeah, I, I don't know. I know I know why you made the assumption, because, I mean, I assume you've just seen that I've, like, gone off on my own and stuff. So, where 
yeah I guess I am independent where that's concerned like I'd have no issue going traveling on my own again and or like moving country on my own that doesn't really phase me but in terms of right now like my situation right now I wouldn't say I'm independent no well I think when I'm t- when I'm saying that I mean I'm not, like my living situation I guess if you I guess I'm like independent in the sense of like I like doing things on my own and like I don't need other people around me to to be able to go to something or to I don't know do something I want to do I yeah I really like I do like really value my time on my own but I also understand that I like need to make the effort to see people or I'll just go stir crazy (laughs) so um yeah like I would love to live on my own but I need to be conscious of the fact that if I do that I really need to make an effort to get out there and meet people and you know just even just go into like different classes like gym classes and yoga and shit like that just so you're not constantly in your own company but yeah I do really like my own company uh I can be a bit of a hermit sometimes like I can fall into hermit tendencies and not really leave my room and I think lockdown definitely made that worse because all of a sudden it's like you don't actually have to leave I just feel if I spend too much time with other people when I get home I'm so zapped of all energy like I'm just I come home and I'm so drained and it's like I've just given my all like spending time with all these people and then I'm like oh Jesus now I feel like I've nothing left I've got nothing left (laughs) but yeah I definitely like time on my own listening to my podcasts listening to music oh my god my favorite time on my own is driving I am obsessed with driving and just putting on your favorite playlist like so loud so you can't even hear yourself sing and just like singing along to it and just oh my god that's my favorite time ever anytime I have to drive somewhere on my own I get so excited about it (laughs) also how weird is it I find this so weird when I like kind of like realize that not everyone does it but like that not everyone turns up their music and sings along in the car like some people just drive and just listen to it or like hi I don't my brain doesn't comprehend I just don't understand it how can you resist the urge to just belt it out even if you're not a good singer like I'm not a good singer but that doesn't that's not stopping me <laughs> it's never gonna stop me I will continue to sing my heart out the second my car engine starts also I always it makes me laugh so much because I just like try and not to make eye contact or look left or right when I'm like at a standstill at lights and it makes me laugh so much to think the amount of people that would like look over to me and see me just like going off on one (laughs) right so someone has said that they assume I am spiritual I'm not you know I don't hmm, yeah I'm not really that spiritual I would it's something I would like to get into I mean I guess in a sense I am I think with yoga and meditation there's always like a sense of spirituality and mm, I don't know I don't know about this one to be honest I don't think I am very spiritual but I think I I I think I can appreciate why people are and I would like definitely like to get into it especially like later in life I think when I'm a bit older it'd be something I'd really like to get into I was quite spiritual when I I don't know I was quite spiritual when I was in Australia because I would do a lot of meditation then when I'm back home like my brain has so many distractions 
like I'm not in nature as much like in Australia I was always outside always watching sunsets always going for walks on the beach like sunbathing just I was just always out and I find when I'm like in nature a lot more I can be a lot more like I find myself being a lot more spiritual if that makes sense yeah it's kind of hard when you're just kind of like locked in your house do you know but I would like to get into it maybe read a couple books about it or not even read books but like just listen to some podcasts or yeah right so another assumption about me someone thinks that I am bisexual slash pansexual no I'm not unfortunately for myself I do like men yeah I know it is very unfortunate isn't it no I definitely do think like sexuality is kind of on a like a scale yeah I I think like I can definitely appreciate when women are attractive obviously but that doesn't mean I'd want to get with them do you know what I mean but yeah I can appreciate obviously a good looking woman I think women are a lot sexier than men to be honest (laughs) but yeah I wouldn't like I would never be in a relationship with them so I'm definitely straight I'm not actually man hater I'm joking right okay moving on oh my god actually my dad bought me flowers yesterday how cute is that? He, came, he knocked on my door and I was like, what? <laughs> Being so grumpy. And he, he was like, can I come in? I was like, yes. <laughs> and he came in and he had a bunch of flowers and I was like, oh, I'm the worst. <laughs> He's so cute. And then he was like, do you want to take a selfie of me with the flowers? And I was like, no, dad, fuck off. <laughs> but you agree, I'm like, he's got, he set the bar, I'm telling you. He set the bar high for any boyfriend giving me flowers all the time, taking me out on dinner dates. You've got a lot to live up to. (laughs) Okay, so another person's assumption about me, they've said you care about the environment. Yes, I do. Sometimes a little bit too much. Well, I don't know, is that a thing? Can you care about too much? I don't know. Yeah, I do do really care about the environment. I got really into it. Like, I've watched loads of documentaries and stuff about it, but I'm really like I can get way too involved in things like when I first became vegan and I watched all the documentaries and followed all the you know vegan activists and stuff you can get so involved in things where like it becomes it's really draining because it's like all you think about and then you build up like so much resentment and just like anger in yourself because um like when you see people that you're close with like family and friends like not caring in the same way that you do or I don't know it it's really like I can just end up getting way too caught up in it so sometimes after I've had like a documentary what would you say what would you call it like a documentary binge I need to take a step back and calm down (laughs) but yeah it's really do you know what caring about the environment's a really fucking horrible thing like I wish I didn't care life would be so much easier if I just didn't care but I do and the fact that like the big corporations and the people high up in politics aren't doing anything about it is like just it's so disheartening the longer we don't do anything for the worse it's gonna be and the harder it's gonna be to backtrack and I just find it really difficult to like be one of the people that cares when you're surrounded by loads of people that don't because it's like well I have no power really do you know what I mean like I at the end of the day like I can change my diet and be vegan and that obviously helps your carbon footprint I can um like there's obviously multiple things you can do uh but like 
I don't have any power over the rest of the world. So what I do is kind of irrelevant, although it gives me peace of mind a little bit. So it's not it's not irrelevant, like because obviously if everyone was doing the same thing, it would make a difference. But it definitely helps me sleep at night. That's all I'll say. But yeah, I do really care about the environment. Right. So someone has assumed that I smoke weed. You know what? I get this so much. People always think I'm a weed smoker. I don't know why. I it could be to do with the baggy clothes and the curly hair or something. I don't know. Like I feel like I do maybe look like a weed smoker, but no, I actually don't. I don't have anything against it whatsoever. Like you do you. I loads of my friends smoke weed. Like all my previous boyfriends and stuff have smoked weed. It doesn't phase me whatsoever. I'll be in people's company. Like I'll go around. Like, if if everyone's having a night of smoking weed, I'll still go to the night. Uh, I just won't smoke. It just doesn't agree with me the same way it does with other people. I don't know, it's really bizarre, but it, it really just, like, it's just not enjoyable for me whatsoever. I either get super anxious and, like, overthink everything that I'm saying to the point where then I just end up not speaking because I really have to... I, I don't know how to describe it, but, like, I really get in my own head about, like, everything that's coming out of my mouth. Or I just pass out completely. Like, I'm talking zombie. So, <laughs> like, I have to be carried to bed. So there's just no point. It's a waste of money. And it sends me a bit west. So, yeah, I'm not a weed smoker. I have tried... I've literally kind of not, like, tra- not tried to be. That That's stupid. But I've tried to give it a go a good few times to see, like, if anything had changed and it hasn't it's always the same effect to me the only time I like smoking weed is in Amsterdam because you can get like the different strains and I don't know I just think it's really fu- like it's I think it's different smoking weed and sitting around a table or just like doing nothing compared to like smoking in Amsterdam and like going out for the day and going to museums and all like it's, it makes everything really funny um and you're hardly gonna fall asleep when you're doing that yeah that's like the only time I've actually enjoyed smoking weed is with my friends in Amsterdam sometimes like part of me wishes no not I don't actually wish this but like sometimes it like crosses my mind that I wish I was a weed smoker because you ever get when you're like not doing anything you don't want to drink and all the ones that do smoke weed are like so happy and content with just having a night in smoking weed and getting food and stuff like there's times like that where I'm like oh I wish I was a weed smoker but then at the same time I'm like no I'm so glad I'm not because I've definitely saved so much money not being also I'd definitely be like a few stone heavier if I was with the amount of fudgy from getting the munchies right someone has said you like casual hookups no I actually don't at all I'd rather have a night getting drunk with my friends and hooking up with some randomer it's just not a bit of me not that I've I've nothing against it yeah I don't know it's just I'd way rather spend the night with my mates than with someone that means nothing to me do you know what I mean okay someone has said tend to not get caught up in other people's opinions about you yes I really I think I've got to a point now where I just like really don't care what people think about me um, I just try and be a good person and you know admit when I'm wrong and apologize when I need to and as long as you know yourself that you're trying to be a good person then it really doesn't matter what other people think about you but yeah I obviously I think everyone struggles with this a little bit when especially when they're younger like I know I definitely in school would have cared a lot about what other people thought of me and I mean I guess I do to a point like 
at the end of the day, I'm like a makeup artist that puts photos of myself up on Instagram all the time. Like, I obviously care kind of how I'm, I don't know, how how I look, I guess, on, on that, like, or how I'm showing myself. But if someone was, like, giving me hate, I don't think it would phase me. Although I say that, but I've never really been in that situation. Like, I can't imagine how difficult it is for people to, like, be receiving huge amounts of hate. I think I'd definitely be one of those people, though, that would just, like, block or and delete. Like, I wouldn't feed into it. Well, I'd definitely try not to anyway. But yeah, I don't know. It's a bit of a hard one because as much as I'm sitting here saying that I don't care about people's opinion on me, like, I've never really been in that situation where loads of people are giving their opinion of you and it's negative so it's kind of like it's it's easy to sit here and say that I don't care but I guess that's kind of like one of those things you don't really know till it happens to you but as far as it goes in terms of like what people think about me in Belfast like from my social circle you know people I went to school with things like that yeah I don't I don't really care as long as I'm being true to me and being a nice person someone said that I am an absolute liability on the night out um yeah yeah I'm gonna say yeah for that one I mean not every night out but like maybe half of them (laughs) there's definitely quite a lot of times I've had to be like taxied home or carried home and yeah I would say I'm a bit of a liability to be honest someone said you want more tattoos I'm actually really happy with what I have on my body at the minute. My mum's probably listening to this, like, please say no, please say no. <laughs> um, yeah, I d- there's a couple of, like, little ones, like, little tiny ones, but in terms of, like, you know, bigger pieces that I have, I I think I'm, like, done with them. But, yeah, I can imagine getting, you know, like, wee tiny fine line ones in, like, random places that are kind of hidden. I can still imagine getting that. But I, I don't actually have any on my mind at the minute. I have a rule with tattoos where you have to still want it from three months after you get the first idea of it. And I don't have any initial ideas right now. But I'm very much like, in the same way I bounce off other people in terms of like, in like a social aspect, I'm also the same in terms of um, like fashion and things like tattoos. And I don't know, just like that kind of thing. Because like right now I'm surrounded by people that don't have tattoos so like I'm I'm not thinking about it so I'm not I have no plans to get to get them whereas like when I lived in Melbourne everyone is tatted up and like everyone's constantly talking about the next tattoo they're getting and all and you know like especially working in a bar like you're seeing so many people all the time and you'd be like oh my god your tattoo is so nice like you'd see loads of different ones all the time and you're exposed to a lot more tattoo artists and studios and things so it would I think I think it would be a lot more on my mind then I'd be thinking about the next one whereas because I'm not surrounded by people doing the same then I'm not thinking about it (laughs) someone said you're not religious Catholic but Belfast Catholic this is so funny because anyone listening that's not from well not from Northern Ireland literally will not understand what this means but um I don't really know like my my mum was my mum's Catholic and my dad's protestant and then when they had kids they just didn't bother with getting us what do you call it christened so none of us are religious whatsoever but i know what you mean like if you had to put us into a into a category what would it be 
I, I really don't know because we're I think we are like a massive mix like I don't know I don't know how to describe it like you can tell I have a Catholic mother but like also you can I don't know I, I don't know how to describe it anyone listening to this that's not from Belfast will be like what the fuck is she on about right someone said you're not happy in your degree no I actually am really happy in my degree I'm I really enjoyed it last year it was a bit of a different experience because the degree that I'm doing is quite like it should be more practical and we should be in like the photography studios and the like the mac labs and um using like the softwares and things like that and I think there should be normally like group collaboration projects and things which we weren't able to do because it was online because it's obviously different you you can still do group projects when things are more like written but for a creative project you can't really do that online so I think we did miss out on a lot like we didn't get to use any of the camera equipment or anything which is quite annoying so this year will hopefully be a lot better where that's concerned but I am very much happy in my degree and I can't believe I found something that actually suits me this well I actually the only thing I don't like (laughs) which it's so stupid but it's the course is literally fashion marketing like what did I expect you're obviously gonna have marketing modules and the marketing modules are so fucking boring like I actually can't keep my eyes open for them oh my god right so this one made me laugh I don't know why but they said you don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life and then in brackets respectfully (laughs) yeah you're right yeah I really I don't think does anyone really know what they're doing with their life I, I, I really don't like I actually don't have a clue but I think it's quite exciting like I've loads of little things I want to do and like places I want to go and I think it's the unknown is a little bit exciting like I don't I don't have a plan in mind I'm not like I don't know obviously as as cool as it is for people that like the people that do medicine and like know that they want to work in this country being or this city being a doctor it's like their plans very set out in stone and they can see they can envision that they can see where they're going to be in five years time whereas like because mine's so open to anything it's quite like I can't see my future at all so it's quite exciting I guess in a way and I mean I know that can be quite scary as well but I like to try and think of it as a good thing. You know, I got quite a few people saying that they making the assumption that me and Olivia aren't close, which isn't true. We're very close, but we're sisters, so we don't plaster our relationship all over social media. Like, I've known her for 19 years of her life. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to all of a sudden, because she's on YouTube, start, like, posting her on my story every day. Like, I don't know what you expect. Do you know what I mean? sisters are are just close behind I want to say behind closed doors but that's not really the right term that's not the term I'm looking for but like sisters are sisters you don't I don't know I don't really know where I'm going with that but yeah um we are close someone said that they assume I'm an academic Mm, I wouldn't say I'm an academic I'd say right I did well in school I do I worked hard in school though as well but I did well in school I was in like the second top class and did like well in my levels so I got two A's and a B's but am I an academic I no I don't think so because I consider an academic someone who's really smart that wants to like go into like a line of work that's academic and I don't want to do that I'm a, I think I want to go more creative route so yeah I mean I'm smart I can apply myself but I don't think I'm an academic 
I also thought I was so dumb. I already said this, but like I literally thought I'd lost every brain cell when I didn't do any work for, well, didn't like be in education for four years. But I think it's coming back to me. Someone said, you hated your curly hair when you were younger. Yes, you're right. I literally despised my curly hair when I was younger. All I wanted is to fit in with everyone else and to have straight, long, shiny, straight hair like everyone else. And yeah, I just hated it. But look where I am now. My curly hair is absolutely thriving. It's so funny to look back and like pictures when I was like 15 compared to now. My curls were just like crying out for TLC. Right, I read this one the other day and I don't understand it. <laughs> Can someone please explain to me what this means? So someone said, you use your tablets slash medicine consumption as a personality trait. Like, what does that mean? And what tablet slash medicine consumption are you talking about? The only... Are you... Like, are you talking about my vitamins? I mean, I don't really know what to make of that. Uh... <laughs> I got a I got a reply from a page called Graham Neal Fan, <laughs> and it says your dad is funnier than you. I'm only including this because I know my dad will be listening to this and he will absolutely love it. But yeah, it was so funny. I came home from dance the other night and he goes, "Emma, what does Stan mean?" <laughs> and I was like, "It means like, you know, we stand something. It's like we support them or we love them." or whatever and he was like all right and I was like why he goes just um I've got a fan account in this and it says in the bio we stand great <laughs> oh god you're feeding into his ego right I'm gonna finish it on this one someone has said you are coffee obsessed I don't know why I, th- I assume that but I do and you're right I am coffee obsessed it's like a constant battle with me and coffee because I know it gives me headaches. I like I and I know it makes me feel shit. Like when I'm drinking like four coffees a day, I know that's why I feel shit. But so then I have to like reel it in and only drink one in the morning and stuff like that. But um yeah, I'm massively addicted to coffee and especially at the moment I'm drinking like double shots all the time. But it's just so nice. And decaf I can drink I like decaf when it's iced coffee. But decaf hot coffee is not the same. So, like, that was good for in summer when I could just drink iced decafs. But, like, now that it's winter and I'm going to want hot coffee all the time, it's going to have to be proper coffee all the time. Yeah, I'd love to get off it. I need to start drinking matcha more, I think. But it's so expensive. It actually kills me. Anytime I go to order it on Amazon, I end up not ordering it because I'm just like, why is it so expensive for, like, a tub that's literally the size of my thumb? Okay, we'll leave it there for the assumptions. Thanks so much, everyone, for sending me in your assumptions. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I actually have two book recommendations for you because I read these two on a holiday and I really, really enjoyed them. So the first one, they're actually both really popular books, to be honest. So I would say a lot of people listening to this may have already read them. But the first one is Where the Crawdads Sing. I feel like I was the last person in the world to read this. Um, I swear everyone and their mum has read this book by now but uh, for a reason it's it's such a nice book and it's so beautifully written and they're actually making it into a movie so if you were planning on reading it make sure you get around to it because I always think it's better to read the book first before watching the movie and I think the movie will be unreal hopefully they'll do it justice and the second one is called The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. Uh, I just spoke about this a little bit on my Instagram story the other day. If you follow me on there, you'll probably have seen that. But 
It's basically a book about this girl called Nora who is depressed and wants to kill herself so she swallows a load of tablets and then in that kind of intermittent phase between when she swallows the tablets and like passes out and then between then and when she either dies or wakes up she goes to this place called the Midnight Library and it's basically a library full of books of that tell the story of all different possible outcomes of her life so like had she have made different decisions or you know had she undone like regrets that she maybe had and done things differently like what all, all these potential outcomes in her life basically and she can like choose to go and like read these books and she kind of gets thrown into that life to, to experience it and it's just a really good book it's got such a nice deeper message behind it and it's a very easy read it's only 290 pages and yeah I'd highly recommend both of them uh, I really enjoyed them both so I will leave you with those recommendations and hopefully speak to you all soon. Next time I'm speaking to you will most likely be in late. Unless maybe I'll try and get one done next week, actually. Yeah, I'll do one next week. Send me, if there's anything in particular you want me to talk about or you have any ideas for the podcast, please send them my way as sometimes it's a little bit tricky, like (laughs) thinking about what I can chat shit for this long about, do you know what I mean? Like there's only so many things I can ramble on about for this long so yeah if you have any ideas please send them my way but as always thank you so much for the ongoing support and I'll speak to you next time bye